Hi and welcome to Social Work Sorted, the podcast. I'm Vicky Shevlin and I host this podcast and lead Social Work Sorted, which is an online platform of resources for newly qualified social workers. I'm a social worker and previously Child Protection Conference Chair and I now run CPD accredited training for newly qualified social workers. I have a membership, The Collective, for students and new social workers, which is a hub of video resources that connect to practice in children's services as well as hosting a live Q&A every single month inside the membership. I also run a course, Introduction to Assessment. It's an online self-paced course and it is a video, audio and written guide to support you in undertaking child and family assessments. If you want to get in touch with me about any of those, the information is in the show notes or you can contact me, Vicky, at socialworksorted.com. If you're new to the podcast, then welcome. And if you're returning, then of course, it is lovely to have you back and I hope you are having a good week. In this episode, I wanted to revisit one of my much older Instagram posts and share it with you because I had a question through this week from somebody who simply said, is it normal for me to cry at work? And I knew that I'd talked about this before and went back to November 2021 when I first posted this on Instagram and wanted to share some of those things with you because I am contacted by newly qualified social workers all the time and so many of you across the years have asked questions similar to this about crying at work. I'll say this to start with, I am a crier. Like my friends know me as somebody who cries really easily. Not necessarily the sort of person who has often cried at work, but I know and I can pinpoint the times. And if I went and spoke to my first manager now, I know she would remember them as well. The times when I cried, particularly during my ASYE. And often those times would be because I was just really sad at someone else's human experience or with frustration because I cry with whatever the emotion I cry at. So that's quite a particular thing about me. But when I'm frustrated and when I'm angry, I often cry as well. And I'm sort of okay with that. So for me, crying is normally... you know, a helpful release of emotions. And once I've cried, I'm able to move on. When I'm in a work setting, if I'm at a wedding, again, most of my friends will know, wedding speeches, you don't want to sit next to me because I'll just be blubbering the whole way through. But if we're talking about the work setting in social work, which we are, I am able to cry, let out that release and move on. But I know it isn't the same for everybody else. Some people, it triggers different feelings when they either cry or when they feel like they want to cry. But for a lot of us, we feel quite ashamed when we cry. It can feel like we are being really vulnerable. It can feel like we're letting ourselves down or letting other people down. We can get in a massive panic. We might think it's unprofessional. Crying isn't necessarily seen as a strength or automatically seen as a strength there's a lot of reasons behind that. I think there's an issue there around perceived gender and the associations we have with gender, different perceived or understood genders in crying. I think there's different cultural elements to crying and there's this 
phrase, a British stiff upper lip, this idea that in Britain, which I don't even know is, is true to be honest, because it's just probably a white supremacist means of control of that you know crying shows weakness but there is so much behind crying so I suppose what I'm trying to say to start with is when that comes up for you and for those of you who ask questions like this of you know is it normal to cry at work please don't ever feel stupid for asking those questions because there is so much loaded in the act of crying to begin with and then so much loaded in that when it comes to crying at work and about work so if you have ever cried at work or on placement it's important to have some reminders we are in social work we are not sat i mean i know a lot of us are sat at computers a lot of the time but we're not working with computers with machines we're working with humans humans who very often are experiencing complex trauma and have generations of history of of complex trauma and we are meeting them at intersections at the most difficult points of their life often and we as social workers and in particular when I'm looking at in children's services we are a statutory intervention very often people do not want us there people do not want their lives to be intervened with and so emotions run high And so having an emotional response to someone else's emotional response is part of being human. The first thing that I want to do is encourage you to normalize it as much as possible. So I'm not talking about, you know, you go into work and you're crying every single day and you aren't supported. That isn't necessarily what would be expected. And I'll be really worried about that. But just normalize that act of crying in terms of you know you're expressing expressing an emotion the same way that you would laugh you know the same way that you would maybe show some frustration it is okay to express an emotion it's okay like i said to have that emotional reaction the second thing is to be kind to yourself which sounds like the most airy fairy thing to say but you know if your colleague was in a similar situation if your colleague was sat next to you and they were crying because they had just seen or heard or come away from something that made them really sad I would hope that you wouldn't just ignore them you would probably be empathetic you'd probably make them a brew you'd probably tell them to step away from their desk and just take a break or go for a walk so everything that you would tell them to do do it yourself if that is happening for you give yourself a bit of grace The next thing that's important to do once you have stepped away is almost self-assess. So use those social work skills I know you have and look at what's happening for you. Yes, crying is a reaction to, you know, another person's human experience or a reaction to frustration. But is there anything else happening that's contributing to this? Are you overtired? Are you hungry? Is it your caseload? Has it suddenly gone really high from a period of being, you know, not as high has something triggered you are you dealing with some personal issues that you need to address has something come up for you with a particular family that connects to your own experience so it's about really looking into what has made those emotions come up without judging those emotions thinking through what has actually made that come up for me I'm more likely to cry when I'm tired and I haven't had as much sleep I know that's probably the case for a lot of people 
again, like I said, hungry. It's thinking about your basic needs and whether they are met. This isn't to try and stop you from crying, but it's just to start looking inwards. If it is something that is connected to a particular family or child or a young person that you are working with, it's really important to try and pinpoint that for yourself so you are aware. It's going to support you in being reflective and reflexive. The next thing to do is to try and rationalise. This job is very, very sad. We work with adults and children living with trauma. We see pain, we see abuse. We get abuse sometimes for doing our job when we are trying our best and we are under lots of pressure. So if something sad or frustrating happens and you cry at work, you are doing that in response to very difficult things and that is okay. To support yourself, focus on what you can do. So yes, you've cried at work, you've released cortisol, so take that as positive. It's been a release of a stress hormone. Now can you talk to somebody? Can you speak to a manager or a supervisor or a colleague? Can you look at the rest of your calendar? Is it possible for you to move or reschedule or shorten any appointments that you have? Once you have come to terms with the fact that you've expressed a particular emotion and you've let go of shame, of guilt, of worrying about what people think, then you are going to be able to manage it. It's really important when I'm talking about all of this that if you are spending a lot of your working day in tears, it's probably not a situation where you can do any of the things that I've just talked about because crying or feeling overly emotional, feeling out of control or having those kind of reactions can also be a symptom of burnout. So this isn't just a case of me saying, well, you've self-assessed and you know what it is and you have supervision and it's fine. Sometimes it might not be fine. Sometimes it might not be something that you can come back on. It's a massive difference between you coming in from a visit where you've either been shouted at or you've heard something really, really sad and traumatic and you're having a response to that. And if you were just coming into work every day and before anything's happened, the tears are coming. So there is a difference between those two things. And it's important for for me (laughs) to make sure that you know how to keep yourself safe in that. So I hope this has offered some helpful reflection for you, some reassurance. It is such a difficult job that you are doing and I know that you are trying your best and whatever reaction you are having it's very likely your human response to other humans and sometimes it feels really unpleasant there's no shame in crying over something that triggers a particular emotion for you and it's a demonstration of how much you care And it's not about judging it one way or the other. It's about saying that it happens and how can you move forward. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you can carry on with your day and hold in mind the idea that you can be kind to yourself and give yourself the grace that you would give a colleague. And with that being said, I would invite you to slow down for a couple of seconds with me Close your eyes if you feel comfortable and take a deep breath. Know that you can come back to this pocket of calm whenever you need to.
Thank you so much for listening and take care.